everybody. This is Maritza Molis, and you are listening to the Stress Less Podcast, where each month we take a few minutes to talk about stressing less when you are caring for a child with autism. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Autism Stress Less Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great week. Here in Ohio, it's snowing again, and um, Kevin is out shopping. He's doing lots of things today for our family, so he will not be here today, but I promise you next week he will be on the podcast. So today I just want to say a quote from Mother Teresa. There are many people who can do big things, but there are very few people who will do the small things. I want you to think about that for a moment. There are many people who can do big things, but there are very few people who will do the small things. So when you are parenting a child with autism, parenting our neurotypical kids, it can be frustrating sometimes. And I understand that firsthand. I have three boys, ages 18, 12, and seven. Jaden, my middle son, is with autism and epilepsy and verbal apraxia and pica. And I don't have enough time to explain all of it, so just look it up. <laughs> um, however, um, there are just, you know, lots of different scenarios that our families, you know, our family encounters on a day-to-day basis. But, I mean, doing the small things with great love has helped me more than trying to do those big things. So, you know, there's many people that can do big things, right? You can go big, you know, I'm going to go work, you know, full time at a great company, make lots of money. So that way, you know, we can go on these extravagant vacations and things like that. But maybe that's not God's plan for your life. Um, Maybe he wants you to be a stay at home mom. Maybe he wants you, you know, to take time with your children and connect with them because, you know, life is all about the journey. It's not about the destination. And I think we confuse life that way. Um, We think that, it's about getting to that certain point. Like, you know, oh man, my child is with autism. You know, I, I have all these appointments I got to take them to, but I'm trying to work and I'm trying to make money and I'm trying to do this. You know, and this goes for you too, dads. I mean, your children need you. They need you to connect with them. They need you in their corner. And yeah, I understand, you know, you have to have a house and you have to have cars and you got to pay your bills and stuff like that. I totally get that, you know. Go, go to work, but also make time for your family. And when you do that, you know, your emotions won't be all out of whack. You know, there's, there's a way to do your life and a way not to do your life. And what I've learned is that it's super important to connect with your family. You know, the job's always going to be there. Even if you, you know, you're afraid to lose it, there's still going to be another job. You know, it might not be the one that you want, right? But there's still going to be another job to where you can get that, make money and stuff like that. But your children, you know, your spouse. And if you don't have, you know, a spouse or if you're divorced or what have you, just know, you know, that your children need you. They need you there in in their corner. Um, we must be able to show our kids that... You know, we love them. And in in doing so, it's making time for them. Because I heard from a trusted counselor a long time ago, 
kids spell love in in the word time. You know, so when you give your children time and you just kind of sit there and just be with them, you know, whatever it is, get inside of their world without telling them what to do, without, you know, trying to maneuver whatever it is that they're doing, just sit and be in their presence. You know, that's love. That's loving them. Um, you know, good and true counseling for those of you who are going to a counselor, for those of you who are seeking out a counselor or a coach, you know, good and true counseling leads you to God. It doesn't try to run your life, you know, because there's very many people out there, you know, they're licensed practical counselors, or you've got psychologists and all these people with their PhDs and things like that. And it's wonderful. You know, I know a lot of them. I work with a lot of them. And they're, you know, some of them are amazing. But you have to be really careful when you're sitting in the presence of a counselor or a professional, and they don't lead your life to God. They don't lead you to God, but they try to run your life and tell you, you know, well, you should be doing this and you should be doing that. And maybe you need, you know, to put your, put you, maybe you need to take this pill and that pill. And if that doesn't work, try this pill. You know, like you have to be careful with people like that because it'll just create a bunch of havoc in, in your life and in your family. So, you know, I'm going to tell you, like, if you were to ask me what to do, and I've had some people say, you know, what am I supposed to do in this situation? I tell those people to learn how to hear from God. You can be led by God's spirit because you have the anointing, which is basically, you know, God putting something in you that helps you to understand what's right from wrong. I mean, God gives you that Holy Spirit to let you know what's right from wrong. So when people come and ask me, I tell them, you know, hey, I'm a woman of faith. And I believe that you need to learn how to hear from God. And you can learn how to hear from God. And it's the same thing like when I was telling you just a little bit ago. You know, how do you, you know, learn your kids and how do you show them that you love them? What's the same thing with God? How do you show him that you love him? You spend time with him. You pray. And prayer is just talking to him. Just like how I'm talking to you now. I mean, you just sit in the presence of God and you just dump it all out. (laughs) And God knows you inside out. But... You just tell him, Lord, I'm struggling with my emotions right now. Lord, I am struggling with my temper. I am struggling with how to manage my child right now, my children right now, my marriage, whatever it is that you are facing. You just tell him when you have that moment of peace, you know, when your child is at school or, you know, when you can get some alone time and you just tell him, Lord, you know, what am I supposed to do in this situation here? God will always let you know what to do, whether it it's by you reading a word from the Bible, whether it's by one of your friends, one of your trusted friends, or a pastor, or a coworker, you know, or a spouse. I mean, God will speak through people. He does. So, what do you sense from God? You know, the Bible says to follow peace and. In my book, Autism in Our Home, The Making of a Bittersweet Family, I talk about in the beginning, you know, how if there's no peace in your life, then that means no go. 
So in the Bible, in Colossians 3.15, it says, and let the peace rule and act as an umpire in your heart. So we all know what an umpire does, you know? So if you have peace, then that means it's in. And if there's no peace, then it's out. No peace, no go. Don't sit around unhappy, folks. <laughs> I mean, don't sit there for a long period of time because I understand what it's like to be unhappy. I understand what it's like to go through depression. I do understand those things because I struggle with those things. But don't sit around in that unhappiness. Try to get out of it and trust God and believe that he will get you out of it. There's a a lady by the name of Joanne Miller who wrote a book called Creating a Haven of Peace. When you're feeling down, finances are flat, and tempers are rising. So she has this this, uh, little saying for her house, and it's called a safe place. And it says, in a safe place, people are kind. Sarcasm, fighting, backbiting, and name-calling are exceptions. Kindness, consideration, and forgiveness are the way of life. In a safe place, there's laughter. Not just the canned laughter of television, but real laughter that comes from sharing meaningful work and play. In a safe place, there are rules. The rules are few and fair and are made by the people who live and work there, including the children. In a safe place, people listen to one another. They care about one another and show what they do. Please, God, make this a safe place. So I want you guys to, you know, say that to yourself. You know, a safe place. Please, God, make this a safe place. And I'm not just talking about, like, your your home, your physical home, but I'm talking about your spiritual home. Please, God, make this a safe place, you know, inside of me so that way, you know, I can laugh with my kids. I can, you know, forgive. I can make sure where there's no peace, there's no go. Um, but that is a really good book to read for those of you parents who are just looking to have more peace in your your home. Again, it's called Creating a Haven of Peace from Joanne Miller. It's a great book. I really do love it. It's just inspiring. And I also know her personally, so (laughs) that's another reason why I'm like, go get that book. She's awesome, and she truly is. Um, So if God says you can, guess what? You can. And it really is that simple. Like I said, I've struggled with, you know, my emotions being all over the place and I've struggled with depression and things like that over the years. But the one thing that gets me going is to remember that when I trust God and believe that everything's going to be okay, it really is going to be okay. But it can only be okay once you take action to help it to be okay. You know, so read some good books, read good material, hang out with people that make you laugh You know, these are the strategies that I'm giving you to kind of help you move forward when you're stuck in those emotions. You know, laugh, watch comedies, you know, do those things that give you that peace that surpasses all understanding. Hey everybody, so I wanted to do something that I've never done before on the podcast, and that's to just say a prayer for you guys. Um, I really love it when my friends 
pray for me and they, you know, they don't just say, hey, I'm praying for you and just like walk away or text you that. But the ones that actually say, you know what, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to pray for you and I'm going to say it out loud to you so that way it gets deep down in your spirit and you can hear it and believe it. Um, But first, so the stress less skill for the week is definitely to have peace. And the way that you put that into practice is to create a safe place in your spirit, to create a safe place with your family. So please try and do that this week, the next week as well. So my prayer right now is, Lord, I pray that you show these parents what's in their hearts, what's in their soul and their mind, and also reveal to them those things that should not be there. Teach them what they need to be taught, Lord, and also show them those things that they are missing for themselves and for their children. Lord, I pray that you help them to understand and see the truth about themselves and about you. I pray that you help them to trust you in all things. I pray, Lord, that you expose to them those things that need to be exposed and help them to correct their their ways. I pray, I pray, Father God, that you just give them the courage they need to get through those circumstances of, you know, whether they're struggling with depression, they're struggling with certain things in their life. Lord, I pray that you just give them that courage to get through it. In Jesus' name, amen. So I pray that you guys have a great week. You know, I'm thankful that for those of you that are listening and I just want to be here for you. Kevin and I will be talking next week about um, the DSM-5 and the three levels of autism. So he just wanted me to make mention of that. Like, hey guys, I'm sorry I can't be here. He's shopping. He's having a good old time. But anyways, if you guys have any questions for us, please don't hesitate to email us at molasfam at gmail.com and we'll get back to you. Have a great week.